0: Hi, I'm Nicole Haney. I'm a business coach who helps goal-driven business owners build the life and business of their dreams. In this podcast, I share tactical advice on building your business, mindset tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build your business and change your life. This is the Goals and Gratitude Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. So on today's episode, I want to talk to you guys a bit about happiness and how you can feel happier literally today. So I want to take you guys back to when I was literally 20 years old uh, and I was living in a awful one bedroom apartment. It was horrible. It was so crappy. It was in a nicer ish neighborhood, but the apartment itself was really old and run down. Um, There was mold in the bathroom that we kept trying to like bleach away and get rid of, and it just would just come back. Um, There were ants. Like, it was just like the crappiest little one bedroom apartment. But. I was okay with being in that apartment at that time because I kept thinking, you know what? We're working towards something bigger. We're working towards something bigger. We're working on our careers. We're growing. We're making more and more money as we go along. And eventually we'll be out of this crappy apartment, right? Eventually we're going to work our way out of this. Eventually, we will have a beautiful like two story house with a nice yard. I've always wanted like a really nice yard, but that has yet to happen. Um, Mostly because I don't work on my yard enough, but I wanted a nice two-story house with a nice yard. Um, I wanted for us to each have a vehicle to drive instead of the one that we were kind of sharing at the time. Um, I wanted for us to have a couple of dogs and be taking vacations and going to cool places. And so I kept that dream in my head when I was sitting in this awful one-bedroom apartment when I was 20 years old and I just thought I am miserable right now because there's mold in the bathroom and there's ants crawling everywhere and I can't seem to get rid of any of it. I'm miserable right now. But someday, someday when I reach that goal that I am working towards, then I will be happy. So fast forward, um, I would say about five, seven years. 27 was really, I would say, when things started to turn around for us. So I was 27 um, and I had gotten a job at an institution that I was wanting to work for for a while. Um, We had just bought our first home, beautiful two-story, okay yard. And I did not, I tried a little bit to improve this yard, but it did not happen. I don't have a green thumb. I kill every plant. So it wasn't working out for me, but beautiful two-story home. Uh, we got the two dogs and I have a good job and my husband has a good job. He just got licensed as an electrician as we're moving into that house. Like everything is good. We're going on vacations. Um, you know, I think one year cause we were doing pretty well for ourselves and we didn't have kids. Um, And so one year, we actually went on two kind of like bougie vacations. Um, So we went to Hawaii. And then in the same year, we also went to Italy. Super cool, like traveling the world, doing all the things that we had wanted to do. And for all intents and purposes, we had made it, right? Except... I thought that when I got to that place in my life, when I had been sitting in that awful one-bedroom apartment dreaming of the future of when I could eventually be happy seven years later, I'm sitting in that life and I realize I'm not happy. I'm not happy, right? So I had finally gotten all of the things that I had wanted in my life, all of the things that I had worked for almost a decade to get, and I still wasn't happy. And so at that point in my life, I thought, okay, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. And I need to do something different in order to be happy. And so that was what made me make the decision to quit my job. I was like, clearly I'm in the wrong line of work. I have the wrong career. I have the wrong lifestyle. What I need to do is actually just quit it all and go work for myself. And so that's what I did. So I get into it and I'm building this food business and it turns out it's a whole lot harder than I had anticipated. Um, I think it's a lot harder for most of us than we anticipate going into it, right? So I get into it and I am grinding it out. I'm grinding it out. I'm going to a community center kitchen to produce my baked goods because you're not allowed to make it in your house. So I'm trekking out to this community center kitchen, having loaded all of my equipment, all of my ingredients, pots, pans, like literally everything loaded it all into the back of my Honda Civic. I drive out to this commercial kitchen space. I'm unloading all of it. there, getting everything set up, sanitizing the crap out of everything. I am on my feet baking these baked goods for at least eight hours. Usually it was longer than that, like nine or 10 hours. I'm exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted. I've been alone all day in this community center kitchen, just like blaring music, trying to make it not so horrible. I have to then wash everything, sanitize again, pack everything back up into my car, drive home, unpack everything. Honestly, it was a grind. It was a grind. And that was literally like just the (laughs) beginning of it. It got a lot more... Grindy as I went along. So it was hard. It was hard. It was a lot of physical work. It was a lot of um, emotional work. It was very emotionally taxing, the whole nine yards. So I am in it. I've got like dirt under my fingernails. Like I am in it. I'm trying to claw my way to the top of this food industry. And all the while, I'm thinking, you know what though? It's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it because. If I can get to the point where I have a national business, if I can get to the point where people know this brand, they recognize it, they're coming up to me and saying, oh my God, you're the boho person. Like, If I can get to that point, then I'll be happy. Do you guys want to know what happened? Spoiler alert, right? Like most of you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know what happened. I got to that point, And again, I still wasn't happy. It still was not everything that I wanted it to be. So here is what I am trying to get across to you guys. I am at this point 39 and there's a point in your life where you start to realize if I keep waiting to be happy, if I keep waiting for, you know, this, this plan I have, or this goal I have, I'm going to reach this goal and it might take me 10 years, but I'm going to reach it eventually. And then, then I will be happy right now. I can go ahead and be miserable because this is just the price you pay for reaching your goal in the end, right? So that you can eventually be happy. Here's the thing. You hit a point in your life where you start to realize that if you continue to wait until you reach your goal to be happy, you will live your entire life miserable, You're going to waste your life. You're going to waste your life being miserable and you're going to just keep grinding it out and grinding it out and grinding it out. And eventually you're going to get to that thing. And it's either not going to be all it was cracked up to be, and you're still not going to be happy or it might be great, but then what do you do? You're onto the next goal, aren't you? Right? So you cannot wait to be happy. You need to learn how to be happy today. You need to learn how to enjoy the process and be happy in your day-to-day life while at the same time pursuing those goals, right? So Ed Milet calls this blissful dissatisfaction. It's okay that you are dissatisfied with where you are in your life right now, right? If you're listening to this podcast. You probably are, right? Because I tend to attract people who are working on bigger things, who are working on goals in their life, in their business, what have you. So if you're listening to this, you probably are somewhat at least dissatisfied with where you are right now in this current moment in time, and you want something more for yourself. And that is great. That's awesome, actually. Like, I would encourage you to be dissatisfied with where you are today so that you can strive for something more. However... That does not mean that you have to be miserable. You can still be happy. And so that's where that blissful aspect of it comes in. You can be blissful or happy in your current moment in time and still be dissatisfied with where you are and want something more for yourself. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today is how can you still be happy in this current moment in time today in your life? Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk to you guys about is figuring out what is actually going to make you happy. What is actually going to make you happy? So I don't mean what society tells you is going to make you happy. I don't mean what your parents tell you is going to make you happy. I mean looking inside of yourself and figuring out for you personally as an individual What is it that you like? What is it that you enjoy? What is it that brings you happiness? So a really great example of this is what society tells us all is going to make us happy, right? So society tells us that we will be happy when we consume things, right? We live in a consumerist society. And so society tells us that we will be happy when we get the beautiful home when we have at least two cars, when, uh, we've decorated our house in the most beautiful way. Um, and then when those things don't make us happy, we're like, well, maybe we just need to make the house a little nicer. So why don't we go ahead and dump a boatload of money that we don't have and go into debt to do renovations, right? Because if I surely, if I renovate and I have a beautiful kitchen, then that beautiful kitchen is going to make me happy. Um, we think that if we can look, look a certain way that that's going to make us happy, right? We're all striving towards these goals that society says, oh, if you do these things, this is what's going to make you happy. But here's the thing that rarely makes people happy. And so you get to be around my age and you start to look around and you see this You see it for yourself because you see the people that have pursued this. You see the people that have the beautiful house and the beautiful cars and the 2.5 kids and they have the money and they have all of the things and yet still they seem like they're deeply unhappy, right? It's because things are not going to bring you happiness, Things aren't going to bring you happiness, right? So you have to figure out for yourself, what is it that's going to make you happy? Maybe when you were a kid, your parents told you like, oh, if you become a doctor or a lawyer or do this profession, do this thing in your life, that's what's going to make you happy. That's what we all want for you is to succeed in life, right? And again, I know a lot of doctors and a lot of lawyers who are deeply unhappy, It doesn't bring you happiness. I know a lot of people that have gorgeous houses also did not bring them happiness, right? So you have to take a giant step back and you have to ask yourself, what actually makes me happy? And it might be so much simpler than what you're thinking. Maybe you don't need that mansion. Maybe you don't need to like gut your entire house and renovate everything to be happy. Maybe it literally is just going to the beach more often could be that. So for me, I absolutely love going to the beach. It is hands down my favorite thing to do. Like basically in the world, it's my favorite thing to do out of all the things I've ever done with my spare time, literally going to the beach, being in the water, being in the sunshine. Like that is something that brings me so much joy in my life. And maybe it's not for you. Maybe you hate the beach, but for me, that's my thing, right? And so I make a point of going to the beach every single weekend in the summer when it's not raining. I know we've had a lot of rain this summer and it kind of sucks, but when it is not raining, you better bet I'm jumping in that car and getting my butt to the beach because I make it a priority. I make it a priority for myself because it's something that I love so very much. Now you might be thinking, I don't have the time to go to the beach every single weekend, Nicole. I have kids, I have a life, I have a business, I have all this stuff. And that's totally fair. That's totally fair. So I make it a priority for myself and I literally schedule it in and I carve out the time because it is the thing that I like more than anything else in the world, right? And so I know that if I'm feeling super stressed out, if I'm having like a really kind of crappy week or something like that, I know that if I go spend a few hours at the beach watching the waves, being in the water, like soaking in the sun, I know for me that that is going to lower my blood pressure and it's going to help me relax and it's going to help me sleep better and it's going to make me so much more productive in the next week that I'm going into, right? So for me, it's so very important to my mental health that I do that, that it's non-negotiable. If it's sunny out, if it's the weekend, I'm going to the beach, right? For you, maybe you don't have time to go to the beach every weekend and that's totally fair, but it could be something that's a little bit simpler, right? So maybe if you enjoy being outside, instead of being inside all day, you make a point of going outside, right? So if you have kids, maybe instead of playing with your kids inside, you go play with your kids outside. Maybe you take them to the park or do something, go on a hike or go on a nature walk with your kids, right? But make a point of doing that thing that's going to make you happier. So here's a great example. Um, So I'm recording this podcast at home today and I love to have my windows open I actually I love being outside I love being at the beach I love being in nature and I love fresh air and so in the summer whenever I can I have my windows open and actually fall and spring literally until it gets too cold so then I'm like I need a sweater to have the windows open I'm gonna have the windows open so I've got my windows open today And I'm recording a podcast. And I know for a fact that you guys might be hearing noises coming from outside of this room. Coming from the open window that's literally right beside me. Um, I know you might be hearing birds. You might be hearing someone's lawnmower. You might be hearing my neighbors. Like you could be hearing things on this podcast. And does that reduce the quality of the podcast? For sure it does a little bit. But also it makes me extremely happy. So I'm not negotiating on this. Like it's... Too bad if you guys can hear the birds like I'm going to have the windows open because it's important to me to do things that make me happy. And this is a very small thing that I can incorporate into my life that improves my happiness level so significantly. Another thing that I did this morning is um, usually while I'm getting ready in the mornings, like doing my hair, doing my makeup, I will throw on um, a podcast, usually an entrepreneurial podcast or a personal growth podcast. And I listen to it because I like to spend the time learning because I'm spending the time in front of the mirror getting ready anyways, I might as well learn something, right? Today, I was like, you know what I want to do? Not listen to somebody talk to me about how to run my business. I want to throw on some jams. I want to listen to some good music. I want to get pumped up while I'm doing this, right? And so I did. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw on some music. So I think the first step in this is figuring out, like, what do you like? What what actually like makes you happy? Even if it's something really simple, it doesn't need to be carving out an entire day out of your week to go to the beach necessarily. It could literally just be open the windows, open the curtains, let some light in, right? Like turn on some music, do things that actually make you feel better. So the first thing is figuring out like, what is it that brings you joy? And I've learned to differentiate between um, relaxation and joy, right? So there are certain things like reading that make me relax, But relaxed is not always what I want to feel. Sometimes I want to feel pumped up, right? And so if I want to feel pumped up, then I throw on some fun music. So differentiating between relaxed and joyful, but figuring out what is that for you. And then once you figure that out, this is the simplest step in this entire process. And it's so easy, but I think most of us don't actually do it. Do more of what makes you happy. And do less of what doesn't. It's literally, it's so simple. But I think that we all forget to do this, right? We all get stuck in our routines. And it doesn't occur to us that we could literally make our mornings more joyful just by turning on some music. That we could make recording a podcast feel better just by opening some windows. Like, we don't think about it. And I think that we need to. So it's really just considering these factors, right? Do more of what makes you happy. Try and do less of what doesn't. Okay, so that is the simplest piece of advice that I have for you guys today. The next thing that I want you guys to do is consider reframing how you think about things. This is something that I've been doing a lot more lately and it honestly didn't even occur to me until I would say the last few months to even do this so um I was noticing that I was getting up every single day and being like oh my god I have to do all of this stuff I have to do I'm so overwhelmed I have to do all of this stuff I have to go and teach and I have to like do my coaching and I have to, you know, go over here and have some conversations with some people about sponsorship and I have to do this and run, run over here and go to the gym. And like my life is crazy. And I just ended up feeling very like down about all of the things that I had to do in my schedule. And I think a lot of us get to this point because we're kind of conditioned to complain, right? If you think about it, when you talk to other people, When you're like, you go into the office or you talk to a colleague or maybe one of your staff and you're like, hey, how's it going today? How's your morning been? People are like, oh, I'm tired or oh, I'm busy, right? That's usually what people's response is, is something negative. And so we learn that for ourselves too, that, oh, everybody around us feels negative. So should we, right? So should we. Life is hard, things are hard, everybody's having a hard time, and so negativity is our go-to. Complaining about things is our go-to, right? You even think you get together with friends, you're having a glass of wine, and what's the first thing you do? You start to complain about things. You start to gossip, you start to complain about things, whatever it is, right? It's everybody's go-to. So if you are doing this, do not feel bad, you are not alone. I was doing this to you, everybody... Does this. Everybody complains about everything all of the time, right? But here's the thing what if you don't need to complain about everything? So I started looking at my schedule and being like, how can I feel better about this? How can I feel better about today? How can this just be easy? How can this not just be so hard and so arduous every single day, right? I can't do a whole lot about changing my schedule. I have a lot on the go. I have a lot of things that I can't just like move or not do. Right? So the reality is if I want to be happier, if I want to feel better about this, then I actually just have to think about it differently. So I started looking at my schedule and I was like, okay, I have to teach today. And I don't want to have to go and teach. I don't want to have to like drive across the city to go and teach the class. And then it's two hours of my time, which is a pretty big time commitment when I'm busy. And then I have to drive back across the city and then I have to grade and like all of these. So I'm thinking about it in a very complainy, very negative way, right? So and I thought about it for a second and I was like, hang on just one second. I actually love teaching, I actually love teaching. I like, it's so much fun. And I know you guys have heard me talk about this previously on the podcast. Like I knew that I was going to like teaching. I was pretty confident I was going to like teaching. I had no idea I was going to love it. And I love it. I love it so much. It's so much fun. My students are great on the whole. They're fantastic. They contribute really cool ideas to the conversation. Like, and basically because I teach using the case method, I basically get to go into the classroom and have a conversation with these students about a situation that happened to another organization. And these students are so bright and they're so astute and they have such good ideas. And it's just such an interesting conversation. It's so much fun. And I was like, why am I feeling bad about this? This is nuts. Something that I actually enjoy doing And I'm complaining about it. So I started to reframe this and I started to go through everything in my schedule. And I was like, if I'm doing this with teaching, I'm probably doing this with a whole bunch of other things too. So I start going through my schedule and I'm like, okay, what do I have today? I have teaching. I love teaching. So that's going to be fun. And then I have to meet with a client. Well, that's cool. This client's a cool client. I love chatting with her. Like she's a cool person. She has a cool business idea and like things are moving forward for her. So that's going to be fun too. And then I'm going to go to the gym. Okay, well, you know, going to the gym sometimes sucks, but, but, I also know that I always feel really good after I leave the gym, right? After you get a really good workout, you always feel great. And I'm like, I won't feel great after this workout. So I need to feel good about that too, right? Like all of these things, I started going through my schedule and I was like, I love all of this stuff. Like I, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I literally have crafted this job for myself that I actually enjoy doing, right? Who else gets to say that? And so for me to go into every single day complaining about it and feeling negative is absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. And so now whenever I'm feeling like that, whenever I'm feeling kind of crappy about my day or about my week, I literally will open my schedule. And yes, I have it written down pen and paper because I'm apparently 80 years old, but I'll literally open my agenda, open my schedule and like look at what I have written down in my agenda for that day or for that week. And for each and everything, be like why, like, why am I complaining about this? Literally, what is there to complain about with regards to this thing? This is going to be fun. This might not be fun, but I'll feel good about it afterwards. This is going to be pretty good, whatever. You, like, Just going through my schedule and being like, honestly, there is nothing to complain about. Okay, so reframing how you're thinking about things really, really, really helps me. It really helps me to have a more positive outlook on my life going into every single day. Now, the last thing that I want to share with you guys that I've started doing um, much more recently is taking the time to reflect on things. So for me, when I go to the beach, um, I'm able to actually just sit there and relax. I'm able to rest my brain And that helps me to gain a little bit of perspective on my life and on how things are going, right? And on how things might go in the future. And so I will sit there on the beach and I'll just like stare at the waves and I'll start to think about, you know, what I wanted for my life when I was 20 or when I was 30 and what I want for my life in the future, And having that perspective shift can really make you feel a lot more grateful for where you are today. So for instance, yesterday I went to the beach and as I was sitting there, I was thinking about how um, I'm getting some really cool sponsors rolling in for the conference, uh, which is honestly mind-blowing to me. It's so cool. It's so cool. And so I'm really pumped about these sponsorship opportunities that I'm getting. And I'm realizing that um, when I was, I think it was like really early in my career. So I must have been maybe 23, 25-ish. There was somebody that I knew from high school who was in a position in a regular like corporate job and her job was to get sponsorship for various events for that organization. And I remember thinking like that like that's crazy. Like how did she get this job? Like getting sponsorship for this organization and I'm sitting here like as a receptionist. Like how how is that possible? Like the difference between the two of us and our two careers. And so I really saw her as somebody that was really higher up on the corporate ladder than where I was at, right? I'm in this entry level job. I'm literally answering phones. The position that I was in at the time, um, was not great. And so people were like screaming at me when they were calling in, it was really a bad scene. And she's out there like basically rubbing elbows with the wealthy people in London, asking them for money and getting it. And I was like, how, like how, how is this her life? And this is my life. Right. And so I remember feeling really jealous about it at the time. And then I'm sitting on the beach and I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm that person. I am that person now. That's crazy. How did, how did I get there? How did I become the person that reaches out for sponsorship and actually gets people saying yes? That's wild. And I mean, the reality is I've worked very, 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 very hard to get to where I am today. But it To me, just having that little piece of perspective, it kind of allows me to say like, yeah, what I am doing on a day-to-day basis is hard. It is hard. And I don't want to take that away from anybody. I really don't want this to be one of those conversations that's like, you just have to have more gratitude for like everything in your life and you should just be positive and happy all the time. Like that's wildly unrealistic. And I would never tell you guys to do that because I have heard other people say that before and it made me feel like I was doing it wrong and that I should just be more grateful for everything. And I really think that is toxic positivity. And that's not what I am trying to promote for you guys. Um, I'm just trying to say gaining that little piece of perspective can allow you to see things a bit differently and to think like, wow, like, you know, 25-year-old Nicole would have killed to be in this position that I'm in today. And so it is really cool, actually, what I'm doing. It is really cool where I am in my life and in my career and in my business. This is really cool. And, like, I can be grateful for that. Um, I think the perspective also works in the opposite direction as well, right? So I'm looking back on my past and being like, Hot damn, look at how far I've come, right? And that that really is very uplifting. But it also works in the opposite direction, where I'm sitting there on the beach and I'm looking at, you know, the boats that are on the lake and I'm thinking, I want a boat. I want a boat someday. I love boating. I love being on boats. I do not own a boat. I am not that person. I am not that wealthy. But eventually, yeah, maybe. Maybe I will own a boat, right? And so I'm looking at these boats and thinking, I can get there. Like, I can do this. I can do this. Look at how far I've come since I was 25. Give it another, what is that, 14 years? 14. Give it another 14 years and I'm going to own a boat, right? Like, why not? Look at how far I've already come. And so I think having that little piece of perspective, having the time to just rest rest your brain, allow yourself to sit there, whether it's on the beach, looking at the waves or whether you're sitting, you know, somewhere and sipping a glass of wine, just allow yourself to have that moment of relaxation, catch your breath, allow your brain to rest, look up from what you are doing and really feel kind of grateful for everything that you've been able to achieve. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. Hopefully you have some takeaways to help you feel happier in your day-to-day life while you are pursuing those goals. If you like today's episode, please share it with somebody that you think would love it too. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you again next week.